I'm going back to North Carolina, down in Greensboro, take care where I take care of you. Cam would grow the gross in the millions. 101 West, you should have seen my building. 139 Park started off. Episode two of the Gay City Podcast. I'm Robert. Got my buddy Scott here with me. Excited for this episode. Hope you all enjoyed episode one. Uh, today, we are joined by our guest and good friend, Ross Martin. Uh, Ross, of course, is now the content editor, I believe, at Inside Carolina for Tar Heel Athletics. Uh, but we've known Ross for a while, man. We go way back. He went to the rival high school. Um, he went to Grimsley. Uh, we knew him back in those days, well, kind of knew him. So we spent some time talking about the Page-Grimsley rivalry, you know, what that meant to us personally. We talked a little bit of church ball, which we competed against Ross in uh, growing up. And then, of course, we talk about his story, a little bit about how he got to where he is now. Um, and some of, of course, his favorite spots in Greensboro and and, uh, you know, unlike Damon, who was our first guest, Ross's go-to Greensboro spot is actually pretty predictable. So, But, you know, stick around. You can hear maybe what his order is at this spot. Uh, but we had a good time and a good chat. So we're looking forward to that. Of course, later in the episode, we've got some Hogs highlights coming and uh, maybe some Panthers talks and, and some other things that are going on in the world around here in Greensboro. But uh, before we go any further... Got to turn it over to my guy, Scott. Scott, what's up, man? How you doing? How you living? I'm good, man. Good. Yeah, um, you touched it. Ross was the man. It was a pleasure talking to him. He brought the energy for sure. He uh, he got a little uh, dialed up and brought it, you know, exactly what we thought he would. So it was good hearing from him, kind of revisiting the uh, Paige Grimsley days, church ball days uh, back in the heyday. Yeah. Uh, we also talk a little bit about who we – as guys, we don't want to be in a couple of years. It's like who you don't want to be. So uh, we got some interesting thoughts on that. So stick around for it. But one thing I am a little sad. I had I had a few things I wanted to ask him about. We did it. So maybe I'll get your opinion. I wanted to ask him. And if you all have thoughts, hit us up. Let us know. Is Lockstock and Bagel Page Grimsley, Page District or Grimsley District? Oh, wow. Like whose territory is that? Like if you're walking in, you know, and you're like, I yeah, I mean, I've been, I mean, I went there my whole life. So it's like, but it is right there kind of borderline. I know. And, you know, I, I've seen some Grimsley heads in there from time to time growing up, hitting it up back in the day, too. So what's your go to order there? Age old debate. Oh, uh, man. I go same thing every time. I go Emerson. Yeah. Emer- is that the grilled chicken? It is. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Emerson. And then every now Maybe the Arlington one? Arlington, bro? I think that's the turkey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't beat Lockstock. Everson, yeah, dude, don't sleep on their cheeseburger either. Don't sleep on the cheeseburger. Oh, wow. I didn't even know they had it. Banger. Yeah, you can just kind of dress it up with whatever you want. What are you going, uh, what are you going to drink out of the glass, the sliding glass doors? You want Snapple? Oh, my God. Yeah, they do have the bottles. No, I actually just get like tea or whatever. Mm, okay. You know I me, mean? I'm a big liquid guy. I got to spice it up on the drink side. <laughs> Noted, Scott. Big liquid guy. I like to spice. I like to spice it up on the drinks from there time to time. So you're going Snapple. I, whatever catches my eye, I don't have a go-to. I'll go ran. I'll go yeah. Snapple Apple. I'll go Snapple Tea. Okay. You know they go. They got the like the uh, like cut the black cherry like sodas. You know the custom ones. Oh there. yeah. See that's what, I like getting the unique drink. Got to treat yourself when you go to Lockstock. Definitely. Thing, yeah. Shout out Lockstock, though. Okay, so regardless of Page or Grimsley District, it's a kind of a fun debate that we always have. Uh, it's just a friendly spot. I mean, great deli. We love it. Is that where did Grimsley kids go to lunch in high school? 
You know, I didn't really have. Probably, I mean, I can remember seeing some guys at Grim at uh, Wendy's when we would go to Wendy's on Battleground. True, true. Because we mean, had it was just like I mean, you go to like just the fast food. I mean, I know, well, we had Brown well, Gardner. No, I was gonna say Paige had way better than fast food. You're right. I and mean, you had Brown Gardner. You had a uh, Golden Pizza. If you're feeling good, the Wamba. Or on a Maniac Friday, Chin's Garden Buffet. Oh, <laughs> dude, we had to. Uh, That's what I'm saying. We rarely went fast food. Wait, it, Golden Pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that Gold, place was awesome. That place was awesome. Very accommodating. Very accommodating. <laughs> Very accommodating. So we, we could probably do a whole episode on Golden Pizza. That little side room. Yeah. So that's a good question. I mean, I guess if you leave Grimsley though, like going towards UNCG, there's a little deli over there. True. Oh, there's like a lot spring of stuff garden. over there. Yeah, Spring Garden. They probably hit the Spring Garden street spots. Yeah. Uh, if any Grimsley heads are tuning in, hit, let us know. Uh, where did y'all go to lunch? Other than the fast food, like we all know, Wendy's, Burger King. Like Paige was notorious for uh, La Bamba, Golden, yes, and Brown Gardner. Maybe J Mike's was right. That was one. Of the, that was a hot spot. I feel like it was like Brown Gardner averaged like three point seven days a week. Yeah, and the other like one point three would have been either Golden Pizza, La Bamba. Yeah, yeah, J Mike's church fast food on church maybe. Oh God! If 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 our girl J Mike's is listening, I still want to apologize just for all of the. I have a water, please. Yeah, I took. I stole a lot of soda. <laughs> the sound it makes yeah. when you press it. Yeah. Oh, I'll never forget. Good you. times, man. Yeah. Oh my God. We can get into that stuff later. We and, we and it is funny. We actually, as we're talking to Ross, we go kind of deep into some some funny personal memories. So if you want a, a glimpse into some of that, what that Paige Grimsley rivalry was like for for us, uh, you're in for a treat. There's one other thing. Uh, do you remember going to this family's basketball court in Starmount when we were in high school? Oh, yeah. And just playing pickup basketball at like another family's house. I'll never forget. Yeah. It was like, what was the setup? It's like some, it was like a dad and he was just like the friendly dad who had a sick basketball goal. Like one of those you could it was raise and lower. A gorilla. <laughs> yes. Gorilla, which was like cutting edge in 04. Yes. Like, built-in water fountain outside. The water fountain was incredible. Out. Yeah, they had a built-in water fountain by this. And it was like a legit court. It wasn't a driveway. It was like a court in this guy's backyard on a Starmount golf course. And he just like it was like an open invite, right? It was just like, yeah, yeah, he came out. The guy, the owner came out when we were playing and we would just say, Yeah, we're and say who we are, appreciate you letting us shoot around. He probably didn't know he went to pay. He probably thought he went to Grimsley, but <laughs> I mean Yeah, I don't yeah. So I remember, and I, I, we'll get into this with Ross maybe another time, but I can remember we started going there, and then I remember a bunch of Grimsley guys started going there. And it, it started off as just friendly, like, high school boys playing basketball. But then, as it always does, it just hey, a hard foul here and there. Yeah. I don't know if that's where the rivalry uh, started, but I know it. that's where it was cultivated and grew. You're right. It, we, and we're talking like outside of like athletic competition, like besides the football game and right. the basketball games. Like the rivalry within the rivalry definitely was happening at the Starmount Court. Uh, and I know there was one night, there was it was like a Friday night. I remember there were people like smoking cigarettes in the trees and like <laughs> like weird stuff. Uh, so if there's anybody that ever listens to this who who went to the Starmount Court, we just call it the court. Yeah. I think. Uh, well, I know, I mean it there was a couple stud Grimsley b-ball players that would go up there mm -hmm. and we would fit go three on three or four on four 
intense games. Yeah. And shout out our buddy Graham Hunt because we had so Graham was like probably six six at the time. Silky. Yeah, and gave us a lot of clout too. It's like, dude, that we had this six six guy run a pickup with us and he could ball. He gave us a lot of like instant respect. Because other than that, we were just probably just average basketball players. Yeah, he took a vicious rolled ankle <laughs> <laughs> in one of those games, I, I remember. I remember that. I can remember that very well. Uh but that that yeah, that's where it started. The court at Starmount. I wonder if that's still a thing. We have to drive by. Yeah, there. shout out to whoever that was. That was I truthfully will remember that for the rest of for as long as I live. That those were great summer days. Yeah, and it's so it's kind of crazy. You had to park on the street and then walk across the fairway. I think it was it's like hole nine or eight, maybe. Right. I've played in a couple tournaments in the last ten years there, and I've seen the court. So it's like, there. I, like yeah, I've been I've been walking past and been like, oh wow, that's exactly where I used to play. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I like have to go by. I'm Chills. doing that this week. Yeah. I'm doing Let's this just week. go show up like we are now like 35 and go shooting hoops there. Maybe take a pick. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Good memories. We'll, we'll dive deeper into that. Maybe uh, next time we get Ross on or somebody else from Paige Grimsley. Uh, but fun talk, stick around for that. Um, outside of that. I mean, do you have any, like, cause we didn't get, we just got going with Ross. Do you, you know, we didn't get into this. Do you have any special or like favorite Paige Grimsley memories? Uh, off the top of my head, I would say, yeah, two. I'd say Kevin Marshall trucking someone on the Grimsley sideline out like during the game. During the, the game. game, yeah, it was like a scramble one on one, you know, him and the defender on the sideline, and he lowered his head and just trucked the guy and kept going for like 20 more yards. Well, I'll never forget that. And then Amante Epps, uh, when he stepped up and played for Kevin when he got hurt. Yeah. I think he was like a junior or sophomore. So we're talking like 04 games, page one, both of those. Yeah. Kevin Marshall was a great high school quarterback. He really was. He played in college too. But he was man. like 6'3 and like mobile. Yeah. We could Hose like, of an arm. Yeah. We'll call it that. His hand was probably like twice as big as mine. I remember he threw me one in like PE class one time. I was like, oh, God. Like, yeah. I did, like, couldn't catch him. And a hell of a Lewis Center basketball player. <laughs> uh, I think he's like Dr. Marshall now. Somebody told me that recently. So, Kev, hope you're doing well, big guy. Uh, we appreciate those Paige Grimsley memories. Uh, for me, I, like, couple, like, one actually was, you know, growing up in Greensboro, I went to Joyner Elementary School, and it was, like, always a thing. And I can remember all the Paige football players felt like they were giants when I was in elementary school. And one of the running backs names was Carlos Doggett. And his brother was in my fourth grade class, Jamar Doggett. <laughs> and uh, they brought in Carlos like the week of the Page Grimsley game to like speak to our class. Like, you know, what's up? I'm the running wow. back at Page. Yeah. And like, it really pumped us up. And I remember like going to the game being like, telling my parents, I was like, I know this guy, you know? So that's a fun memory, but definitely, uh, definitely some of while you're a student. I mean, it's just, fun to be a part of and i think whether you went to page or grimsley it just kind of enhances like your high school experience it's something you look forward to yeah and you're kind of like just fun being a kid and like i don't know just being like kind of a part of it like the spirit week like dressing up yeah having to park kind of far away and walk with your boys like all the way to the gate you know yeah yeah like yeah walking in like yeah there's just so many like little things that i feel like as you get older you're like man that was pretty fun yeah slamming like room temp chick-fil-a sandwiches <laughs> yeah that's the best temperature uh chick-fil-a sandwich yeah I mean, it's always like one dollar the football game chicken sandwich is one of the best chicken sandwiches out there 
Yeah. It gets sitting in the like, sleeve, you know, for like an hour. Yes. Yeah. Like probably a little, a little, a little drunk being at the football game. Mm-hmm. You need that. You need that little fresh little bite. Loose. Yeah. A little loose. Yeah. That first, the football, the high school football chicken sandwich is a great. True story. The, the only time I ever leave the pickle on is at football games. For some reason, just sitting in that bag. Why not? Yeah. Just hammer it with the pickle. I'm going to go for it. Oh, wow. That's, that's taking me back. It's like a specific smell and taste. Oh, yeah. So, fun memories, fun times. Great thing to be a part of. Um, and you'll hear more later. Um, what else is going on? I was thinking football. Oh, Panthers news. Big rumors. Uh, Deshaun Watson. A lot of Twitter and internet talk about maybe Deshaun Watson wants a trade from Houston and Panthers are one of the suitors, maybe. Would you be for it? Uh, checks pulse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, you, you, we've talked a little bit before we started. He's 25. He's 25. Let's it, get him. I mean, if I saw, I mean, that I guess like the Jets and a couple other teams have, you know, better, I guess, picks, but it does that really matter? I mean, throw an extra pick in. I mean, what's the difference between three and eight if you're packaging four picks? And I think what we mean when we say like he's 25 is like you could get him and be confident like this is our guy for the next quote seven years, right? Franchise quarterback. I think after this year, when we talked pod one, it's like, I don't, we're a little hesitant to say like, Teddy's going to be the guy, right? Well, yeah. And it's like, okay, if you get, who could you get at eight? Like that guy from North Dakota state or the guy from uh, Zach Wilson from BYU. There's no guarantee those guys are even good. No. I mean, you know, if Trevor Lawrence, I would love to have outside of him, there's no guarantee. Mm -mm. So, Deshaun Watson is an absolute guarantee top five quarterback, top six quarterback. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, just objectively. Yeah. Get him, lock him up, then your offense should be playoff worthy, if not Super Bowl contender worthy. Yeah. For the next five years. And we're saying that just based on what Teddy did this year. Now, if Teddy, if some if we don't make moves and Teddy, we go like eleven and five next year or something, great. No chance. <laughs> right. I'm, Hey man, I'm I'm half full. I'm I'm hoping, but or it's, we're, we're, I think if you have an opportunity to make a move for Deshaun Watson, there's 25 who is a Clemson guy. So a lot of people in the Carolinas already love him. Uh, go for it. Yeah. Make it happen. Like right? I wouldn't want Wentz. I'd rather go younger guy. But yeah. I'll go Watson. Will you go I mean, Haskins? No. He's <laughs> too. I mean, no. Watson's proven. Watson's proof. I mean, he's he's been there, done that. I mean, the Texans aren't even great, and he's taken them, you know, the playoffs and yeah. multiple times. So we'll see, man. I hope I hope we can make a move on him, uh, which would be freaking. Great. And I mean, I've, we've been bred our whole lives to like think we won't because we've never gone after huge free agents, but new ownership. Keyshawn Johnson. You never know. That's the one. <laughs> there, there's been a couple. Post prime Keyshawn Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Old Keyshawn. I remember. I think I told you. I was like, "Holy crap, we got Keyshawn Johnson." Jared Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crowd noise. Jared Allen arm flapping before every play every in 2016 play. is like wow. one of my favorite memories. Same. Uh, so that'll be. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, pop culture world. You've been. You've been keeping up. We'll go quick bachelor talk. You've been keeping up? Only when I'm over here. <laughs> but if you have, I'd love to know what you're thinking. Yeah, we got bachelor talk on it. We got bachelor on in the studio every time we do this. Uh, Magic looks like. Oh, he just sent his girl home. So I, I, this is what I was going to bring up. So we've had three episodes 
and uh, they've showed the same girl and I realize they can manipulate it. Let me just hear your thoughts. Uh, they've shown the same girl crying twice. I mean, that's a, that's a caution, like yellow flag, not red, but like, yeah, something about knowing someone for like seven days and crying three times just blows my mind. I don't know. That's the one thing that I can't, like, I understand it's, it's you just mean you want to go on a TV show for six weeks and then get married at the end of it. That's what I mean. And it's worked a couple times, right? I guess. And some of the people in the past have stayed together, right? That's what they say. Aaron Rodgers' uh, brother. There Jordan you go. Rodgers, Jordan and JoJo together. He found love. Congrats to him. See, they're together. But that's I one love them as a couple, too. That, I know. That's one out of 40. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. We're watching. Uh, little like I think we said this last time. Matt James, little Greensboro connection. And someone told me today that his roommate in New York City is actually from Greensboro. Really? Yeah. So. I don't know anything about the guy. He played football at Wake. Looks like Kobe. Looks like Kobe. Kinda. The yeah. bottom half of his Rubs face. Rubs his hands back and forth like anytime yeah. something's going on. Does the Birdman rub? Does the Birdman <laughs> That would be, I think that would probably be my go-to move though if I was on the show. What? You have to do something. Like you can't just stand motionless. Yeah. I think I am, I think I am a big hand rub guy. Like as like, is it like the nervous tick or is it like. Yeah. It's like as opposed to like putting my hand, my thumbs in my pocket or something, <laughs> I would just go hand rub. Wait, the, the tight jeans were like four of your fingers are in your pocket where <laughs> yeah. the thumbs are sticking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love looking at that in picture. No, but I, I kind of like the hand rub, honestly. So here's the thing. I, it's on. I haven't been watching close enough to even pick a favorite yet. So maybe next week or next pod we can have when they kind of went, you know, cut a few more girls. We can have some favorite power rank the top three. Maybe see who we think. Yeah, okay. let's do something like that. I like that. Um, well, before we get to Ross, let me let me ask you this. I'm gonna switch it back for a second. All right, we got four teams left currently in the NFL. Um, who are you rooting for? You know, to win the Super Bowl, we got the Tom Brady, the Bucks. We've got the Bills, Jared, uh, Josh Allen, a lot of former uh, Panthers. You got Mahomes. Yeah, the Bills, Panthers, North. You got uh, the Chiefs, and then who am I missing? Packers. Oh yeah, Packers. Yeah, yeah. And the Frozen Thunder. So we got Bucks, Packers, Bills, Chiefs. What do you What do you think? Packers, uh, led by Jordan Rogers' former roommate, Aaron Rodgers. Love the Bachelor <laughs> tying it all together. Life. His former here roommate. We are. Yeah. Um, His former roommate. I think I'm gonna go. I probably pull for Buffalo. Probably Bills. pull for the Bills. I mean, like I like McDermott. He yeah. was he was like the guy that we I really wish we could have kept. I can't. He was too good to keep though. I mean, he was going to be a head, yeah. and he's proving why now. And you're and then, a big uh, Benny the Butcher. I was you beat me to a big Griselda guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out Buffalo. Yeah, I mean Benny is. Uh, you've seen the uh, kind of hype song he put out for the Bills. Yeah, electric. Well, it's so good. Anytime like you can incorporate a rapper, like the, when the Panthers are in the playoffs and there's that picture of him, Cam, Future, and Jeezy on the no, sideline. Chills, dude. I mean, yeah. Suck so, me in. So as soon as the Bills posted Benny the Butcher with doing their hype song, like, let's go Buffalo, I was like, I'm going for the Bills. And it's like, you know, I, I, I'm a big – I love the fact that he's from Buffalo. Yeah, it's like, cool. you know, it's not like it's the Giants or the Jets. It's like he's from – he's put – like, Buffalo is not a huge place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's getting extra pride from being a little smaller yeah. part of New York, less mm-hmm. talks about place in New York. Yeah, I'm thinking like big puffy New York jackets, fur hoods. Yeah. yeah. Fur hood. Yes. yes. Yeah, you know, you know. Oh, yeah. Stevie Johnson. I'm all Remember about that? my bills. Yeah. Wow. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, just Out. Google Stevie Johnson. Or actually, 
or YouTube, I'm all about my Bills like Stevie Johnson. Yeah, and I think you yeah. won't not root for Buffalo after that. What was that guy's name? Who's saying that? Stevie Johnson. No, 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 no. It's by your boy featuring uh, Sick Money. Your boy. Banger. So I'm Bills. So I'll go Bill. I'll probably pull for the winner of uh. I'm on Bills. Bucks. If Mahomes is back, who winner of that game? I'll probably pull for. I like Mahomes. And I love, I'm, dude. I love Tom Brady. So I'm Bill's Bucks. And yeah, there, honestly, I, I any team I can, I, it'll be a good Super Bowl no matter who wins. I think. Yeah, it's I'm, four I'm, good teams left. I agree. I agree. So <laughs> I'm hyped for it. Um, well, we got our interview with Ross coming up, so stay around for that. Um, and then on the other side, we'll have Hogs highlights. Uh, so appreciate y'all listening. Uh, up next, we have our good friend. Ross Martin. Rich girl, but it don't do that, cause you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. Yo, I went from bad girl to rich girl, that girl to this girl. All right, excited to welcome on to the show a former rival of ours from his Grimsley days, but now turned friend and expert at baiting people on Twitter. A uh, guy who is notorious for his five-inch inseam shorts. Maybe find this guy on a nice Chapel Hill fall or spring day if he's not, or Bob's. Maybe check in on his Instagram story. You'll catch him making a nice, healthy vegetarian dinner, and he's narrating the whole thing. Uh, former middle school teacher who just happened to coach. A little Coach K reference there for you. Guy with great hair. Uh Current content editor at Inside Carolina, our guy, Ross Martin. Ross, what's up, man? What's up, guys? Happy to be on the Gate City podcast. Excited to see where this goes. Talk a little Greensboro, talk a little life. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah. I mean, like Robert touched on, you know, growing up, we were, uh, I guess you could say rivals. It was kind of back in the uh, pre-social media era where, couldn't really get to know the people at the other school. It was just kind of the reputation. <laughs> Might see them out for, you know, 20 minutes at a party one night. You base your entire, you know, information on that. So w- one of the one of the ways we became rivals were in the uh, classic high school church ball era. Yeah. Uh, First Baptist, I believe. Tell me if you remember anything in particular about that season, specifically the last game you played. How <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, I mean, church ball was great. I was thinking about that driving over here, um, how, like, big it was, how like, kind of cool it was to play church ball. I mean, it was it was awesome. I mean, it was, the games were huge. They were on, like, weekday nights. I remember getting on the Grimsley loudspeaker to read announcements, and I was like, dude, come to First Baptist tonight <laughs> to go take out this game. It's like that. Um, I mean, yeah, the game you're referencing, obviously, but that wasn't your team, right? No, that was my team. Okay, y'all were on the same team? No, no, no. We were oh. there, there were two page teams. He was on one, I was on the other. You were you were we were West, West Market. Market. Shout out West Market, Mount Biz. God, did you go there? I go to that church? When I was like 10. <laughs> he went I, on a mission trip. That oh, I, I, I went to New Mexico when I was like Mount 14. Where even is that? Who bodies? Across the street from Lowe's on Battle Round, baby. Yeah. Pumpkin I never drove out that area. You got it out the mud. <laughs> um you so you got hit wait, was that a team with Hentai and Bernstein? Yes. GM, okay. I pulled them over from the uh, Jew crew. Yes, yes. Yeah. Pulled them over, and uh, I think we went from like 0 and 12 to yeah, losing. Probably the best turnaround. That, great turnaround. And that motherfucker, Alex McKenzie. Yep. yep. Half court, half court, he contested heave 
on a 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Was it in the morning? It yeah. was the morning makeup game, I think. Yeah, so for the, those out there that maybe don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking yeah. about. Church ball league, when we were all in high school, and Ross was at Grimsley with a bunch of his Grimsley guys, there were maybe like three or four main Grimsley teams in the league. You had two main page teams in the league. Greensboro Day team, is that right? There was a, a Greensboro Day right. team. and then Two Gre- – yeah, one Greensboro Day team. First Prez had one and two. Yeah. Greensboro Day and Grimsley each had a first Prez and, team. And okay. they have like – they're mixed in, but majority like page, majority Grimsley. One other sneaky team was the Northwest Young Life led by Reese Blackwell. A stud point guard. They were tough. They were tough. Reese Blackwell. He could win a game by himself. Did he have like a dyed hair yeah. thing? <laughs> I think it was, it was like the reverse like Rasheed Wallace. Thing. Yeah. He was the white Rasheed Wallace. Yeah. Shout out Reese, man. He was a former AAU teammate of mine. I played with Reese in up until the pandemic. Game. I haven't thought about him in he 20 years. He is so good at basketball. Yeah. I mean, um, so you think about this as the rivalry is like you had your school rivalry games like Grimsley versus Paid, but these were like rivalries within the rivalries. Right. Of like the guys who were not serious enough to play basketball at high school. They played church ball. Most of us kind of played freshman ball, JV, and he played JV, freshman ball. I played freshman ball. And then like after, you know, a year or two of that, played church ball. And um, it yeah. was fun. And yeah. yeah Night games, weeknight, gyms would be rocking. I, I, I'll i say this. <laughs> bleachers was tiny though. You had like three rows of bleachers like inches from the baseline but there were some games standing where, room only. look look, look i'm all about school pride I'm like I'm, I'll, I'm the biggest advocate for like playing for your school but there were some of those church ball games when it would be like a page grimsley a page church versus a grimsley church the crowds with the student attendance would rival what would be at like page versus southwest guilford on, yeah on a third you had night. like freshman sophomore girls coming in to like watch the senior guy i remember i like yeah. Oh, yeah i remember i did a turnaround jumper and then I, I pointed to this, like, <laughs> sophomore girl in the stands. Like, I didn't even know. So I was like a big, bad senior, just knocked a fadeaway jumper baseline. She was sitting there and, like, dude, I didn't know her, but I was, like, pointed, winked and pointed at her. And she's probably, like, her heart probably melted. Oh, God, I can imagine. If you had if you had hair like you have now, <laughs> I can only imagine. So you guys, yeah, your team lost in the semis and we ended up doing a pagers page championship but Jeez. our buddy alex mckenzie hit a buzzer beater so sorry to end your career like that yeah. um so some fun church ball memories there but you said the rivalry within a rivalry and the page grimsley rivalry which you know is we think the best one of the best in the state uh you know <laughs> it came during that time period with some pranks you did a prank didn't you yeah no one knew about it yeah, you did like the most unsuccessful prank ever because you pranked and then nobody found out. The whole point of doing a prank is so you can get some clout. And be like, yeah, like I, I did that, dude. Right? So the thing with us, we were I was so scared of getting caught and not getting into college, like getting <laughs> yeah, caught, big threats, huge. getting arrested, and then not getting into college, and like or getting like your admission revoked because you got arrested. But yeah, we uh, I mean, we did a stupid prank. We we drove to Page. It was like snow on the ground. Me and Larry Durgan. Uh, and we like had this flag. We put this flag up the flagpole page. We like threw some paint on like the glass wall, like the glass <laughs> doors. It was like a January night. Before, it was like the week of the Grimsley Page basketball game, and we're like, we're gonna get back these these guys. And it was it was thrilling though. I mean, y'all did that big prank. Yeah, we. we I don't even know if you want to talk about that. Our yeah. prank was kind of shitty. Like no one knew about it. Like we didn't tell anybody. We yeah. didn't want to get caught. We just we just. 
When I, I'd always want to do something. I love the rivalry stuff. Like I want to go egging. I want. Did I, you ever go egging? Yeah, but like I feel like we missed the glory years of the of the rivalry. It's probably like right before us. Like my brother, when my brother was in school, like dude, they were like egging, like people getting wrecks. And they like, had to close the street, the paved street, because yeah. apparently there was like a big wreck. So you would drive over to the other school yes. at like seven, eight a.m. on like the Thursday, the paved driver on the Friday, or vice versa. And everyone have eggs out. And so you drive through with all your banners, I think. And then yeah, all decorated the shit, cars. Decorated cars. And you just be egging. I mean, like, and then one guy got in a wreck because yeah, the egg hit his windshield <laughs> and, like, got in a wreck. And so that ended before we got into school. I, I remember hearing about that. And, and yeah, they closed the streets down. But I will say it didn't stop because you we went out and egged. So the, the traditional egging then became all right, bonfire Thursday, yeah. go egging. And we have, I mean, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but I mean, we went out and egged and like, it got like real serious. We were shooting, doing paintballs. Uh, yeah. Your boy, Nick Hatcher, egged the shit out of my house. So sorry, mom. <laughs> that was Nick Hatcher. Uh, they were like yelling like, F you, Hogwood. And like, bah, 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 bah. like eggs were just cranking my house. Man, it was, it was awesome. A, it was yeah. A thing. Dude, I mean, it's like, yeah, egging car. It was wild. Like you're just driving like, random page neighborhoods, like. I hope you don't get seen and like you said, find yeah. out a page card and just fucking hurling eggs at it. I don't think that stuff happens now. No, uh, I don't. I think it's just like a different world. I think it's a different yeah. world. I'm gonna get another beer. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so me and Tox here, we did our own prank. It wasn't quite raised the flag on the, the pole like Ross did, but we got a little more creative. He just broke Ross just broke my fridge in the background. We got a little more creative with ours. Uh <laughs> Loose, <laughs> loose, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, I want to hear about y'all's prank. I mean, all right, you've told me about it. I'll give you the quick rundown as best I can. You're you're past the statute of limitations. Yeah, I was gonna say it's been enough time. Yeah, okay, it's, it's time. So we came up with this literally two years, like we were sophomores, and the tradition at the time was like senior year, you you do a prank, and, and it started prank. us and a couple friends had the same first period of uh, advanced PE. Weightlifting. Yeah, oh, I think it was actually called advanced PE, and, but. And, in this class, we had to walk like two laps for warm up every day. Mm -hmm. So us and the two friends every day to start the year were brainstorming about the prank. And the, why do you do this, right? You do it for the little pride, but like really, I was like, dude, I just want the girls to think I'm cool. Yeah. Like I just want to do this. And so I'm Eric, 17. I got to make a name for myself. Yeah, like I was like, all right, what 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 am I gonna do, right? So we two other guys and. Uh, so we did, we came up with the idea of, uh, and we were like you, we wanted to protect, we were scared as hell, but we wanted to protect the integrity of the game. Cause there's so many threats, like we're going to cancel the game if you guys do a threat or if you do something. And so we we're like, all right. So we came up with the idea to use quick Crete, that concrete you can get at Lowe's that make quick, quick concrete, dig a little hole in Grimsley's field. On the sideline. On the sideline. We did not want to do it on the field. We did it on the sideline. I remember years before they had like putting like bleach or whatever, yeah, yeah. Uh, a weed killer on the field. Yeah. And that's where they're like, we're going to cancel the game. <laughs> so one part of the prank was that we, we uh, and I'll let Bone get into this in a second about how we, we acquired the mannequins, but we had two mannequins. We dressed one up as best we could as a Grimsley cheerleader <laughs> and we dressed the other one up as a pirate classic and we uh put, it was a pirate it wasn't a 
paid football player. Maybe uh, it was a paid. It had like a paid shirt. I don't holding a sword. Yeah, he was holding a sword. Jeez, how and stupid is that? Looking yeah, it, lo- it looked really stupid. But uh, we positioned the mannequins in a funny position, <laughs> and uh, they were cemented in. And then we had a big banner, and we taped it. We were like put it on Grimsley's uh, press box, and in, in red spray paint, it said. Page owns this field, but thanks yeah. for keeping. Because at the time, Page had won like twenty that out of twenty-seven, the golden, era, the golden era. Twi- or twenty out of like twenty-one games that was before Robert Lane came to town. Lane train, <laughs> yeah. Wait, uh, did Hajel get the um the the flag thing, the banner? Oh, this, like is, duct tape? this is my favorite part. No, the best so part? No, the the year prior, <laughs> we were big, you know, football supporters. So we were we went to the game after the game that. I think the seniors the year before made that mm-hmm. and they taped it to the fence, like on the field that separates the field from the stands. Yeah. So Hog just took it, wrapped same, it same up banner. Same among one. the chaos and hit it in his closet. I said, everybody's like, why are you taking that? I was like, I got an idea for next year. No, but y'all, so y'all, I saved y'all it tape it? Y'all tape it there? Yeah. yeah, yeah duct tape. Because I want to protect integrity. Tape. I'm not like you Grimsley people just doing spray paint. I didn't use spray yeah. paint. We use like washable watercolors. <laughs> okay, I respect that. Literal. I hate the spray paint. Liberal, yeah. It's like, I hate the spray paint. So I think another thing I liked about y'all's prank, didn't y'all use like, didn't y'all bring like jugs of water? Like it was pretty like, well. It was. It was, it was well orchestrated. We How'd y'all get over the fence? I, I picked these maniacs up in a 1996 Honda Civic. And we realized we didn't have anything to mix the cement in, which we bought from Walgreens at like midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Lowe's. No, it was Walgreens, 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had the cement, but then we needed the water and something to mix it in. So we bought a trash can and water jugs, threw everything over that fence on the Wendover exit right by that like preschool right next to Grimsley. Yeah. So we came up on the Westover Terrace exit, jumped over the fence in the woods. Okay, that's like a sketchy in, side over there. Yeah. Came, in, less came in behind the baseball field. Jeez. There's some sketchy woods back there, too. It was a hall. Yeah. Cross-country course. Dressed in all black. Nothing. Yeah. Jeez, all black. That's, that's probably- we, we stood at the top of the football field for maybe an hour, like, ducking, because we thought we saw, like, almost a cop. I mean, yeah, we almost backed out. Should have worn, like, Grimsley shirts. He wore a Bianca Batuka jersey. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Like, I picked him up, and this is pre-cell phone. I couldn't tell. You had a Ray Cruz jersey, didn't you? Stop. <laughs> Big Ray Cruz guy. No, no. What did I tell y'all? Expert Bader. Expert <laughs> Bader did not have a Ray Cruz jersey. Anyway. So I, I called Robert from my cell phone, my house phone. I was like, I'm going to be there in like 10 minutes. Just be outside. And he wasn't there. So I'm freaking out, and all of a sudden I see him just hauling ass in the Biakabatuka jersey. I'm just running down the middle down of my street, suburban street. Like not even coming from What time did y'all do that? Middle of the night. What did you tell your parents? I snuck out. Snuck out. Left a note saying I'm not doing drugs. I feel like Paige kids. Y'all just had like, you just didn't have like any worries. Breaking laws. You know, going to app. Just like. <laughs> going to app. Yeah, dude, big if, I, if, I, if I get out of app, let's go to ECU. Yeah, big rebel. GTCC. The last thing I did, it's the different show of the eras. I had to check out a camera from the yearbook class to document the prank. That's right. And I returned to the next morning. And real quick, I want them to know, how did you get the mannequins? Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to um, Sears at Friendly Center Yeah, and said I was with Paige Playmakers and that I needed a couple of mannequins for dress rehearsal. I was making costumes. They had extra ones? They took me to the, to the like, attic. Sears. Like, Take as many as you need. I got this jacked-cut diesel guy with, like, a six-pack. Yeah, and then just threw him in my Civic and drove home. The best part is, though, it was all thought out. We went to Sears, not Belks, because, I mean, you might see somebody at Belks. So Sears, like, nobody goes to Sears. So, it's not business now. Yeah, knock out those those mannequins. Yeah, they gave away too many mannequins. Yeah, it, so 
the rivalry then got personal. And we'll, let's fast forward to basketball season a little bit. And Ross and his guys chant at Page. And I don't, do they still do this? They chanted GTCC at us because at the time the knock was like Grimsley had an IB program and Page didn't. And I mean, so, Grimsley's overall thought of as the smarter school. Are they? I mean, that's a thought, right? Yeah. I, 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 yeah, sure. Uh, but that that was the chant. And then SAT scores was a chant. STDs was a chant. STDs was a chant. Uh, and well, then only thing paid. Daddy's money. Only thing paid. Yeah, daddy's money was a chant. Yeah, I mean, we chanted daddy's money. And Robert Hogwood took out his wallet and started <laughs> shaking our hammer. The best. In that left corner or the right corner from where we were. Yeah, I'm what sorry. I'm sorry, that? Coach Corbett. I'm sorry. We made them move the huddle because we sat right behind We the sat right behind the bench. Troll yeah. harder. So we got there a little late because we were pre-gaming. And, uh, yeah, you are like big like pre-game drinkers. I didn't do any of that. Yeah, we were drinking volleyball yeah. games. It was a, it it was a thing. It was a thing. I like, didn't drink like that in high school. I didn't either. But like, I, like the, the guys, I'm sure the guys that I was friends with did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a lot of like direct chants. It was fun, though. It made it fun, right? Yeah. It made it fun. And so... Fast forward a couple years, and you start seeing these guys and girls that you know in college. And uh, you went to UNC. Did you ever become friends with any like page guys when you were in college? Like, did you ever see anybody and you're like, "Oh, what's up, dude? I know you." Yeah, I mean, I was always friendly with like Bernstein and Graham because I played soccer with them growing up. Yeah, I mean, I had a bunch of GDS friends, uh, like Jeff Finn and guys I played soccer with. We were all on the same soccer team for a year or two. Yeah, like uh, But Paige, I mean. Dean, but Dean didn't go to UNC. So you're at UNC. You're, you know, you're in your frat. You're, you're wearing your short shorts. You're loving Bob's. Uh, yeah, I wasn't ever big of a Bob's guy. That was a, I mean, that was that was deep frat. Deep. You never what? ripped any cigs on the Bob's. Yeah, I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Yeah, me either. That's the like one thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Proud set. Really? So neither of you guys have ever smoked cigs. No, smoked my cig. parents did when I was a kid, and I hated it, and I promised myself I never would. Yeah, it's that's kind of, awesome. Kind of stupid. Good you're for you guys. A big cig guy. I've, I've smoked less than 15. It's okay if you have. That's the one I, thing. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I don't feel ashamed. Uh, um, all right. So you're at what? What? Are, all right. So you're a student at UNC. So now we're getting away from the rivalry into life. Yeah, we're going away from the rivalry. We're into life. College. You're in college. Uh, did UNC win a championship when you were there? 05, right? Yeah, freshman year. They and won. So that was, yeah. So 05, my freshman spring was the uh, Rashad McCants, Raymond Felton, Sean May. Jackie Manuel, Jordan Williams team. Were you there? And I know this is a little later. Were you there when the Hansboro jump off the balcony? I mean, I wasn't there, but I was in Chapel Hill. Yeah, that was then. I mean, I heard about like we were like around that area. And you're like, oh shit, Hansboro just jumped off the SAE porch, <laughs> and you're like, what? Like we like missed it by you know, a couple minutes because this it was L Doc last day of classes, so everybody's just walking around trying to find the party and get into and trying to, you know, so and. It, I mean, you hear, I was there for three of Hansborough's years. So that was kind of my era. Like the 05 team was kind of like, I was fresh. I know what the F I was doing. But then, you know, you kind of, I was there with Bobby Frazier, Marcus Ginyard, Danny Green, Hansborough, and Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington, those guys. Yeah, those are huge names. It's crazy when you get older, you look back and you're like, man, that, that was, was a glory. I mean, Real. yeah, I was actually texting a guy last night, like, UNC used to just crush teams. Yeah. Like every game was just like 20 those, points. Just hearing you rattle off those names, I'm like, oh my God. It was like they would score 100, and if you didn't, they'd be pissed. Yeah. I mean, dude, they would outscore everybody. It would be like 
any team you would kill is like the Duke game was always gonna be tough, and then like you'd have some random game against like Virginia Tech or Clemson was tough, but like those teams lost like one or two ACC games a year. That's the era I think about as like college basketball. Yeah, because yeah. because that's when we were when we were in college. Yeah, Danny so stayed four years. Hansworth stayed four years. Yeah, know, all those guys stayed four years. Yeah. Ty Lawson, Wayne Ellington, who would probably be one and duns in this era. They uh, were three year players. Yeah, and Duke had the you know the good teams, the rivals. So that was just yeah. Reddick Reddick was so around. Reddick's last year was Hansworth's freshman year. Yeah, you yeah. love Reddick. You and Nick Hatcher, big Reddick guys. I, I mean, Reddick was awesome. I'll say it. I, yeah, I do. I like Reddick. I'll say this. Jay Williams is the best basketball player I've seen in college, I think. Like in person? Yeah. Or like, what do you mean? Just, just like, like best watching college, college basketball. basketball like when he came back against Maryland. Yes. I mean, we scored like 10 points and, in like no, a minute. Jay Williams would still be like the best college player I've seen. He gets I've not seen. talked about enough as being like one of the best college players. Those two teams were good. Yeah. Um, he was by far the best player. That's when we were in high school. Yeah. Yeah, what were those teams like? Uh, that was Nolan Smith. Battier. No, 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 no. Battier. Dockery. Is that later? A little bit later. That's It's, it's Dunleavy. Battier. Battier. Oh, Boozer. Jerry Williams. Boozer. Boozer. And you cross over with some other guys. That Casey Sanders. Chris oh, Carwell. Casey Sanders. Nate Casey Sanders sucks, though. He's a role player. Blue guy. Casey Sanders ate lunch with me at Duke basketball camps with Nate James. So, shout out. I'll never forget it. And then Chris Carwell. Remember him? Oh, yeah. He came in a little bit later. Yeah, I mean, he's a coach there now. Yeah. Yeah. So Shire, yeah. Shire, the coach and waiting. Uh, this is not a Duke podcast, but I would say yes, coach and waiting. I'm calling it right here. Holy shit! Wow. So not not um my boy Woj, Jeff Cable Woj or uh, the Northwestern coach Chris. Uh, my my bet right now is John Shire. Damn, I'm saying it. I never even thought about that, but yeah, people say he's a hot. He's a hot. Uh, you know, I'm basing that on nothing. I mean, yeah, I wonder if he goes somewhere else first, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He's been there a while, right? He's been there several years now at this point. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's been there I mean, five, like six, since he, five, six yeah. years. Uh, you also got um, uh, Jeff Capel, mm-hmm. yeah. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. He was the one, he was the coach in waiting like I, yeah, for, you know, 10 years ago. People who's, I, North, who's Northwestern coach? I love Chris, uh, Chris Collins. Chris Collins. Collins yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Duke talk. <laughs> uh, all right, so give me. <laughs> so we'll, we'll fast forward a little bit and get into a little bit of what you do now and kind of how you got involved in that stuff and i know you took kind of life took you a lot of places you're all over the place but you really got involved in college i get working in sports and college athletics with your uh recruiting uh recruiting work because i used to see you tweeting all the time at these recruits what you went to nashville and you worked for 24 7 right yeah, I mean, I I used to be a teacher. I was a teacher for one year in Nashville, and then I answered a Craigslist ad to be an intern at Twenty Four Seven Sports. Kind of when they were just getting started, they had kind of broken off from rivals, done their own thing, and were starting this recruiting slash college team site, which is now I mean now pretty big. Um, got on with them and um, intern for year less than a year, kind of doing just like data entry and photo editing and things like that. And then took over the UNC site because their UNC site was not, was not very good at that point. And I took it over and um, yeah, did recruiting and team stuff though. Yeah. But uh, the recruiting, I mean, I was so new to it. I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. You know, just calling these, you're calling these high school kids, getting interviews, trying to get scoops and you're competing with national people. And um, that's how I got my start. Just, yeah, just kind of trying to build out this UNC site. It is like right time, right place. Because they didn't have a UNC rider, 
I went to UNC. I was a UNC fan. I could. I was a pretty good. I mean, I was decently a good writer. I thought, but I never I didn't major in journalism. I didn't do anything with journalism, but I always wanted to work in sports, um, and that's how I got involved. Craigslist ad. So they had twenty four seven had a guy like you were just their Carolina rep, kind of exactly covered everything Carolina for them. Yeah, I was like at schools one stop shop. So I did recruiting and team gotcha. stuff. It was a lot. I mean, like I was competing with with Inside Carolina where I work now, that had like you know, seven employees yeah. that recruiting is an area that's, that has like changed in my opinion, at least just from like casual viewer in the last, I don't know, four or five years with like the internet and YouTube. It's like the, all you, all I get on YouTube now is like high school recruit tapes. Yeah. That's like my whole feed. Yeah. Highlight tapes. <laughs> Huge. Non-stop. It's still so niche though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. You're kind of into it a little bit. I mean, I think basketball is even bigger where we are, but still like even UNT fans I talk to like, only a certain percent are recruiting fans. Really watching. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like so you've like, got to be a recruiting guy. Like there's always that guy in your group that's like, yeah, yeah I watch. I'm a, I'm a Carolina fan. And then it's like the one guy who's like, yeah, you heard of where this guy knows. Yeah. You may be a huge fan of a school, but you may not know anything about recruiting. And like I'm in an NC State group chat with a bunch of buddies. And like one dude is a huge recruiting guy. And everybody else is an NC State fan. They don't know shit about the players until they enroll. Um, but dude, that's a huge market and that's how we make our, all of our money is through recruiting. Yeah. So you're in Nashville. Yeah. How'd you like it there? Dean. Like it? It's got a Dean impression. My name's Dean. Uh, <laughs> I live in Nashville and I went to the biggest the big, SEC fraternity. Number two, number two frat. So second biggest frat out. <laughs> Shout out Dean, man. Love it. Uh, so you're in Nashville, man. Had some good times out there. I can't, we went on a road trip out there. Yeah, before once. I moved, we went out there. I was dating a, a, a girl there and we went out to visit Dean and, and Annie. Yeah, have you ever been in Nashville? Yeah, yeah, electrical sales. That's you, you <laughs> yeah, cover Tennessee. Yeah, you're you're around there. Uh, it's um, it's a good time. What do you? What do you? Last time you were there? Uh, not to, New Year's Eve two years ago. Oh wow! Oh, wow! Just Titans playoff game. Um, big NFL town, big hockey town. Yeah, we went to the Auburn Music Bowl and then stayed with some people. For New Year's Eve. You went to the Music City Bowl and Auburn was playing there. Auburn was playing. Went to the Music Bowl and then stayed. Titans were in the playoff game, so Broadway was loose. I mean, it was just like, yeah, just stay. It was nothing like <laughs> nothing like the uh, Vanderbilt pool scene. Yeah, you always say it's Apartment party pool. Is there yeah. anything, like, what's a better atmosphere than an apartment party or an apartment pool party? Like, yeah, when, you're in that, your 20s, when you're in that, when you're in that. When you're in that, it's like, Drewski. Yeah, it's like, dude, uh. I never did that in college. The Commons is having a pool party today, and it's like, what? Yeah, but like that's—I think that's a big post-college thing. I didn't do that in college. Like age what? Twenty-two to twenty-five. Twenty-two to shit thirty. I mean, All right. yeah, gets a little nicer upscale pool parties these days. Back in the day, it was like wherever your friends are staying in college, whatever pool they have. Yeah, have like the Jack Guidos <laughs> with like the floaty beer pong things, and like the Jack. Guido dudes like run the show. Staying by the pool. They there every day. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking Steve. They know everybody. Yeah, and like they're friends with like the the girl who checks you in. Yeah, at the hotel at the, at the apartment, and you got the DJ sometimes. No, or one dude has a speaker. It's usually like the big block speaker. Huge. Yeah. There's Someone beer pong operating. in the pool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone and, operating the charcoal grill. Yeah. yeah, usually like a, yeah, a little later on yeah. to get into that. And, and there's always like the forty year old, forty five year old dude who like. Is single, hitting on like like not sketchy, but a little sketchy, hitting on like the young twenty year old chicks <laughs> who's still living that life, like bleach tips. Yeah, 
Like, uh, yeah, he's tat- definitely has tattoos and like a lot of like suntan, really tan. tan. Yeah, really tan. Yeah, like he's hitting the pool like a lot. Yeah, he's there like the Friday afternoon to like Sunday. The bathing suits below the knees. <laughs> Whatever right? school you're at, he went to that school, but only for a couple of years. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I went there for he a couple He works years. in sales. He's definitely a sales guy. The sketchy 40 year old dude's always in sales. Always. That dude, yeah. I mean, Some sort med- of medical sales. A lot of medical sales for sure. Hotel bar. Yeah. That's like a huge thing. Dude, the, the, the hotel bar. How many movies have you seen? Life on sales the- guy goes to the hotel bar and hit like meets a chick. Yeah, but that's at the movies. It's like, are you married? How, How many times have you met a chick at a hotel? Zero. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it is a thing though. But maybe it is. Maybe like nicer hotels, hotel bar. There's Why? nothing wrong, but it's just like, I don't want to be that guy where yeah. it's like, I'm at the pool. Bud Light Platinums. Bud Light, yeah. Aluminum beers. Aluminum cans. Aluminum, 18 ounce aluminum. Probably a backwards fitted hat. Yeah, fitted hat. Like, you know. Page guys are big fitted hat guys. Sunday fun day. Get out of here. Oh, three we were. Get out. Oh, three we were. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'd say some of the Grimsy guys were fitted hat guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. All right, so Nashville. Let's keep. Let's keep. <laughs> All right, add a little audio, but cut us off. I'm right back. Uh, just asked Ross about moving back to Chapel Hill. All right. So he's from Nashville. You get to Chapel Hill. Uh, what brought you home? And was it like when you were working for 24 seven still, or were you just like, I want yeah. to be closer? No, I think it was the fact that I needed to, in order to cover UNC, I needed to be in Chapel Hill. And I think I just was like, yeah, I mean, I, y'all want to move me to Chapel Hill and I'll cover this full time. I, I was already full time at that point, like salary type deal, like health insurance, which is nice. Um, I never, I never thought like, I mean, damn, making like doing salary, making health insurance, doing this job. But like, they offered it to me earlier on. I was like, yeah, probably, you know, it's time leave Nashville time to go to UNC to do a better job covering the team and actually be there. Like to be a beat writer, you gotta be there, be at every press conference, all the scrums, interviews, player interviews, every game. So I made the move back uh, in 2015, same company, 24 seven sports. And then shortly after, they got acquired by CBS Sports. So I was big for them. So then I'm a CBS Sports employee working for 24-7 Sports, which still exists. You're kind of under their umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're, I mean, technically your paycheck says CBS Sports. That was cool. I think it you know, gave us a lot more flexibility and opportunities in terms of uh, money and stuff. And um, then a couple, couple, like a year later, maybe, uh, th- that group, CBS and... Um, 24-7 Sports acquired Scout.com, and that moved me to Inside Carolina, who was under uh, Scout.com. But Inside Carolina is independently owned. So then I become a Inside Carolina employee, still working under 24-7 Sports. I'm still like part of 24-7 Sports, but privately, under a private website, which so the, the chain of commands a little bit different. Like I don't yeah. really answer 24-7 Sports as much as I answer the Inside Carolina. So you then I'm in the number one site, number one site in the, in the I mean, it's the, it's the best site for for UNC sports in the, in the world. Yeah. I, all my loyal UNC friends, yeah. you know, I know they're, they go to inside Carolina all the time. So a lot of right place, right time is what you're saying. Nothing you did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. Cause I was doing my own thing and like going against inside Carolina, which was a struggle. It's like, you're trying to get subscribers, you're trying to get traffic, but like, you know, you cannot compete with inside Carolina because they've been doing it for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You're like in your 20s trying to figure it out. And um, yeah, I mean, I you know, kind of worked hard and I think they saw that I was getting a lot of traffic and at least, you know, building my reputation and whatnot and kind of grinding on the recruiting scene. So I think they thought I would be a added benefit. They didn't have to hire me, I don't think. I don't think they had to 
add me on inside Carolina, but they did. And it's been good. I've been there four years now, three, four years. Yeah. 2017 football season was my first. How is, uh, how is this past year, you know, with all the craziness been different on your end as far as covering Carolina? It really just, everything's on zoom yeah. press conference wise. So instead of going to Keenan football center for a press conference on Mondays and then going to the practice facility on Tuesdays, and Wednesdays for interviews and press conferences, everything's zoom. So you're just like not leaving your house. I usually just drive, I drive 10 minutes yeah. to campus, 10 minutes back. It's, I mean, it's easier in that sense, but as a beat writer, um, so I would be the one of like four or five, six, seven people there for those press conferences, those interviews. Now, like 20 people, 30 people can log on. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. David Hale from ESPN can log in from Charlotte. Connor O'Neill. Yeah. You can have people from all over, even like national writers, like from um, the athletic or people that aren't local could have the same access as you. So it takes away the advantage a local writer has right. which was i mean it's nice like you're the only person talking to javante williams you get one-on-ones with him but no one else can get so the quotes you get are unique but now everyone is in on that interview and honestly i don't know if that's going to change with 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 zoom calls yeah that kind of actually sounds way worse i mean it sounds like a huge disadvantage like, you yeah, know. you don't have the same advantage, but it's also like nice. Like I don't have to, like right. I mean, leaving your house and driving and finding parking and like putting on a shirt and shit. Yeah. Um. So this, I mean, it's good and bad, but I think I mean, what do y'all think about these Zoom things? I think I mean, y'all are obviously in business as well. I wonder if everything's gonna be Zoom from now on. No, oh, yeah. There's there's definitely a thought of like you 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 see what's happening now and you're like, we could just do this forever. Yeah, we don't have to buy an office or we don't have to have a big office. We can have one yeah. little room to yeah. meet once a week. Everything else is Zoom, work from home, lifestyles all better. We'll see. I mean, this is a huge topic too, like even like real estate. In deep. In deep. New York City changing. Everything. Yeah, people working. You, you work from Facebook. You can live wherever you want. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you talked about relationships and like unique quotes. That's what I love about your coverage in sports. It, and really, in, a, in where we're used to kind of buttoned up sports talk and sports media and what they call coach speak. Yeah. Oh yeah, we played well and the guys played hard. We got to get better. Uh, but you have a unique way of kind of getting a little more out of people, I feel like. And I follow you. Uh, I've been following you for a while. <laughs> and uh, I've got friends that are fans of yours. Your Twitter gets a little loose, as we like to say. Yeah. Well, I have to, yeah, go ahead. I have to balance <laughs> like being loose and then knowing I have a boss who reads everything. Yeah, that so, would be, that'd be my problem. And like my boss is like not loose. He's the the opposite loose. So here's here's my question, because I've seen you a couple things I can think right off the top of my head here. I've seen you. You've asked Roy Williams about his sweater game, wearing his great sweaters. You've asked Larry Fedora about his workout routine. (laughs) Right? How how many Red Bulls you won today, Coach? Uh, You had – He got fired recently. You had Sam Howell commenting on your mustache. You know, you kind of – I was out of nowhere, though. He just said that. But you kind of – Eyes been hopeful. You kind of bring that out of people. I think it's it's kind of your personality, what you build on yeah. Twitter and your brand a little bit. So what is like how did you find that balance of like I'm being myself? I'm not gonna just kind of be I'm gonna ask the real questions, but then I'm gonna get, you know, I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna ask that sweet teddy bear Mac Brown about, you know, hey, do you wanna have a beer in my backyard? It's a beautiful <laughs> day in Chapel Hill, right? Uh, yeah. how do you find that balance of that? Yeah, that's a good question. Dude, so I mean, the key to anything I think in life is just being different. Cause like if you're the same, like no one's going to care. Like it's just boring and stuff. 
And so, I mean, that's how I approach a lot of things in life is just trying to be different and just being yourself. Sometimes guys can't even, guys can't be different because they're just boring. Right. But if you just be yourself and then if you have personality, bring it and be different because that's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear the same shit. So, right. That's why I love your, yeah, man, your tweets, like reverse trolling people, baiting people, <laughs> getting uh, trolled, getting trolled, I mean, all uh, of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people want interesting stuff. They don't want the same stuff. And, uh, you know, sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. But, um, I think, I think coaches and players appreciate different questions too. Uh, when like other reporters ask kind of different questions, I really appreciate that because it's like, I'm so tired of like, all right, you know, you had double double. Like, yeah, what'd you think of the monotony? Of what'd you think about, you know, how you're getting up the, the, yeah. pain, the pain points there? And of course, I ask questions like that too. But when there's certain opportunities and times, you can get a little loose with questions. And um, sometimes it leads to content. Like, I am always, I mean, this is for journalists out there. If you're listening, young journalists out there, I am every time I ask a question, sometimes I'm always thinking, all right, can I put this into a, into a content item and make, and get traffic off it, which is like my job. My job is to get traffic. Mm-hmm. So if it's if I can ask something to Roy about his sweater and he says something cool and it goes viral, like that is just an easy content item. You transcribe it, you put the video in, you hit publish, and there's you know maybe hopefully ten thousand clicks. Have you had a good like Mac Brown moment yet like that? Like that's a little outside yeah. of the box. Or? That's a good question because he um, everyone's talking about how great he is with the media now because he's been in it. Like, yeah, is there is. I, I guess I've asked some stuff that gets him going on stuff about UNC. Yeah, nothing crazy. He's pretty measured. Roy's loose, man. And getting, I mean, <laughs> basketball is about we're about you know almost almost two months into basketball now. I just forget how good Roy is. I mean, he'll just talk about anything. Yeah, he kind of rants. Wanda, Wanda. I mean, cut dropped an f bomb, dude. All right, we did the f bomb. That, that was kind of an item. I didn't write it because they didn't let me write it. But I sent, I, I I wrote it and sent it to our national guys who put it into a content item. That thing did great traffic because you just got to put a title on there. You know, Roy Williams drops an F-bomb at press conference. Yeah. And, like, I think people want to hear Roy drop the F-bomb. I, yeah. Like, they that secretly was part- want to hear it. Like, secretly. Dude, like, Coach was- K does it. How dare he? Roy does it. Hey, well, let's go. He's, he's, only dropped, he's only dropped two F-bombs since I've covered him. Has, has K dropped F-bomb at press conferences? I don't know about press conferences, but you know, it's notorious F bomb dropper. Oh, and then crap. everybody on rushes to Twitter, like, ah, I'm, not gonna do I'm that like, in front of the kids. You, you obviously don't know like, what's going on yeah. in basketball here if you're mad about that. And Roy has this thing, like, he's a good old Southern guy, like, doesn't cuss, you know, wicked Wanda. So to hear mm-hmm. him in the F bomb is like jarring. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Like, does he drop F bombs in practice? I don't think he does. I don't think he's a huge effort, but uh, man, he, that was a great one. He said, he said, F in first grade. Go oh. back to F in first grade. I loved it. That was big. Anything he says is just boosted a couple percentage points anyway. It's just from his draw and his accent. Yeah, that's southern. Exactly. Daggum. He had a daggum at the same time. Daggum. You get daggum that at combo. What um one more couple more questions before we get you out of here. Uh what is the key? Because you're so good at this. What Jeez. is the key? Laying on thick. To like reverse trolling people. <laughs> like, so for example, I'm an app state guy. Ross said, which I know you are baiting people. When App State played UNC in football, Ross said, App State gearing up for Super Bowl week, right? <laughs> and the fans went nuts for App State. I mean, they were going crazy. And I don't know if it's a direct reference, but when App State won the game, which I got to say, as you're drinking a Yosef beer, yeah. App State won the game, 
And in the press conference, Eli Drinkwitz, who was Ab's coach at the time, said, they can say what they want. They can call this our Super Bowl. And I was like, was he talking about Ross's tweet? Like, what's the key to, like, kind of that reverse trolling where you're like, look, man, I'm just, I'm just having fun with it. I think in North Carolina, you understand the sports uh, dynamics. I think that helps. Like, I grew up here. So I know about Wake fans. Yeah. And then you kind of see them on Twitter, so you kind of you kind of get a feel for their mentalities. You know Duke fans. Duke fans are weird, though. I don't mess with Duke fans much because they're not I don't, there's not like a Duke Twitter that I'm aware of because mm-hmm. it's just such a national fan base. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Nick Hatcher, shout out. Like, is that a little jab there? I don't know if it is or not. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> NC true. State fans are easily baitable. And then App State, I mean, whatever. You just kind of like, all right, so UNC is like the <laughs> – UNC, I don't is like the elite school. I think everyone, everyone kind of like hates UNC because they think they're holier than thou. Yes, so you play in the vacuum. You yeah. kind of be that asshole. Like you be it. Yeah, blue like, sky, hey. Charles Carroll. Yeah, like you know we're better Honestly, than everyone. I mean, I'm aware of the stereotypes with UNC, and it's true. Like I think UNC fans think they're better than everybody. So you play into that, Generally. and you got yeah, yeah, and you got these app people, more blue collar that definitely like have a little chip on their shoulder. App Twitter will come at you, yeah, for and a they lot. like hate, like they hate Carolina fans, like you know we're blue collar, they're white collar stuff. Yeah, so you just throw out something that will get them going, and state fans is easy. I mean, that's almost like app on steroids. State, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 State, state, you, state, state, you can just say like, not a rival. And it's yeah. like, oh, you know, yeah, they have a go. huge little brother complex. I mean, App's different because App's not really a rival of UNC. Uh, I just think it's a fun thing that they play each other now, kind of football. Well, but and the- State's a little brother, man. They just like. My sister went to State. So I was, I grew up being like the only State fan in our group of friends. So I was the only one like defending them. Well, Michael, shout out Michael Swanson. Yes. Me and him Swanson. Like the two State guys. And it's very true. I mean, because I've seen certain guys on the internet. It's just like, come on, man. It's like. Yeah. Do you see my uh, quarterbacks uh, tweet? Did not. Oh, QBU. You said who's the real QBU? Yeah, because two state two state quarterbacks lost on Saturday, and Mitch Trubisky was still alive playing on Sunday at the time. At the time, so it worked out well timing wise. I said, yeah, Sunday morning there's only one QB, one UNC QB alive, and no state QBs alive, and they state fans <laughs> that is lost. It. And then when when Mitch Trubisky lost and was played awful. They ripped into me. I got quote tweeted by all these effing. There you go. Reporters. That's a troll. Cold that is exposed. Yeah, exactly. Like some dude, some reporter, like quote tweeted me, and I just didn't respond because I mean, they got me, but I didn't really care because it was like a throwaway tweet. Like, yeah, like, I'm not even being serious. That's yeah, a troll. Like, well, I, knew, I knew Trubisky sucked. So this is what I'll say about Ross and knowing him personally, and some people have like texted me before, been like, you know this Ross guy. <laughs> uh, he knows. Ross knows what he's doing with the tweets. Yeah, I'm pretty aware. He he's aware. He's aware of the stereotypes. Uh, he, knows. he knows. And also, like, I don't like. I'm actually not as big of a Carolina fan as I used to be, so I don't really care as much. I don't know. I'm just deta- I mean, it's a job. Like, I'm detached from. Yeah, it's your job. So, like, when they lose, like, I don't really get. I I really don't feel much when they lose. I love when they win. I want them to win. Like, I want them to win because it's good for my job. And I mean, I, I love UNC, but. Like, it the, doesn't ruin your game. Anymore. The jabs That's don't really like, hurt. Like, dude, I got the Wake Forest back and forth this year was unreal. That was scary. Oh, yeah. Wake I had fans. Wake fans. I had like Wake bloggers like coming after me like, personally. Really? <laughs> like, trashing my work, trashing me as a journalist. Like, guys I'd never met or ever talked to just bashing me. Like, sounds like the scum of the earth. 
was yeah. like, dude, like you don't even know me. I saw. Like, I think I think you quoted one and were like, hey man, have a nice day. So yeah, like, I think like yeah. a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, I was like, hey man, have a have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, like and you like, how can people tweet like that to someone without knowing them? Like one dude went in on me. I can find the tweets. Like it was like, like I didn't. I was kind of embarrassed of my friends seeing those tweets of how this guy was like ripping me as a person and as a journalist. I was like, damn, dude. Like, damn, maybe I am bad. Like, it's a scary place. Man. Oh, dude. Very. Scary. You just can't take it serious. That's my thing. You can't tell, take it serious. I tell my boss this. Like, dude, it's Twitter. Like, I don't. It's not serious. I think everyone kind of like gets that now too. It's or not everyone, but. It's it's like I see some people that just all they do all day is just get on Twitter just to respond to like baits. Yeah, I know you know that's a bait, and you're just responding. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like expect like not even only politics obviously is the hot button, but anything sports. Like you said, if you told if I saw a tweet saying this is the real QBU, I'd be like, oh, that guy's a Carolina writer. Yeah, yeah. He's making. When well, it's like you see all the trash on Twitter, and it's like this is it's such a big platform, like. You have so many, you can have all these jokes and like goofy videos and all this trash along with serious stuff. It's like, it's hard to separate what's real and what's not real. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a messy, messy place. Uh, all right. So some good Twitter talk there. Uh, great talking, talking with Ross here. What is one thing, one place, something you got to do, something that symbolizes like to you, Greensboro, when you get in town. So like one thing Ross does to me, and this may not be your answer. One thing he does to me, he Snapchats me every time he comes in town, coming down like West Market Street. And it's always that three, six mafia, stay fly. Uh, 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 uh. And he's like, Greensboro, we here. What's the one place you go? Like, is it a restaurant? Is it driving through Sunset Hill, seeing the balls? Like, what do you do when you back in Greensboro? Yeah. What's your spot? Well, I guess questions like classic podcast question, like all tied in with one thing they can like leave, right? Do it to every go. host. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, I mean, dude, first thing came out was Yum Yums. There we go. Hit hit up Yum Yums, or you know, that's probably the restaurant I think about. I think about Greensboro. Um, What's your order? All right. What's your order? Yeah, we went last time I've been was with you ACC tournament. That's right. Pre COVID. Yeah, I go three hot dogs all the way. Yeah, pre. That was like mid, like the day of COVID, of. like the day of COVID. Yes. Um, I go three hot dogs all the way. Cheer wine and a, a chocolate milkshake. Glass bottle, cheer wine. Cheer wine. Yeah, I can huff down those hot dogs, dude. Yeah, dude, I could eat ten of those. Onions. Yeah, because they're kind of like moist and small. It's very small. It's it's yeah. a it's a three by dog. Surprised I think it's the place still there. Um, dude, Greens was crazy, man. Like I don't, I was because when I come back now, like I don't go out with friends. I don't go to many places. I usually go family, brother's house, and then honestly, see Hogwood or, or see like. Hannah Weinberg, couple friends, uh, but I don't like go out to places. So, like driving around after after Christmas, it's like salt areas I like hadn't been to in like years. I'm, like whoa, it was weird. I mean, it's definitely changed. Different places have changed. Good things are happening here. Good things are happening. Yeah, here. it's and I got a lot of friends moving back, so uh, it's good. Every couple months, another friend from high school moves back. You got the kids, you got the parental built-in parental care. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's awesome. Uh, I love it when you come back to town. You are, <laughs> I mean, you, whether you will admit it or not, man, you're, you're doing big things, uh, working in the sports world and covering UNC. A lot of us around here are UNC fans. Uh, so we appreciate you <laughs> taking time. The Gate City Podcast. To hang with us on the Gate City Podcast. Yeah, exactly. You got anything else, Tox? Yeah, I mean, we got a little, uh, little lesson from the boss here. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, before he goes, quick question. Oh, here we go. If you ask a girl to coffee, is it a date or not? Yeah.
Uh, I think if the guy asks the girl, it's a he thinks it's a date. Oh, you're going but, deep. So, but if the but the girl may not think it's a date. Okay, so you need to. Well, I would never ask, if I was interested in a girl romantically. I would not ask her to coffee or lunch. I'd go cock like, dinner, not like first. drinks, drinks. Not okay, first. so the answer to that is no. Coffee is not a date in Ross Martin's book. You heard it <laughs> on the Gate City podcast. He said it. So, ladies, if you're uh, going on thinking about going on a date, don't do coffee. And if it is going to be coffee, make it clear it's a date. There you go. All right. All right, we are back. Big thanks to Ross Martin at Ross Martin IC for joining us uh, on the pod. And uh, as we said, pretty pretty predictable go to Greensboro spot, which we do love, which yeah, we, we do, do love. We, wow. do. we we had we were joking before this, even the whole podcast thing started. We said how quick before someone says yum yums. Two episodes. Two episodes in. So, That's what we expect. Yum yums. And at this point, I'm like, how many people are going to say yum yums? You yeah. Know? We might have to start it off with saying outside of yum yums. Yeah. that We could get to that point. Yeah. So uh, love it. Shout out yum yums. Thanks again, Ross, for coming on. I wish you'd give me a, a little better answer about the coffee date or not. Uh, you got so analytical with it. But um, thanks again and sharing some great stories. We're really proud of you. And I know you're a big Greensboro head, big Greensboro guy. So, uh, City's always got always got your back. So um, anyway, moving on to my favorite segment. Y'all know what time it is. It's time for Hogs Highlights. Uh, so, Tox, what do you got? I think for week two, Hog, I am going to give it to our boy Hendon Hooker, former Dudley quarterback. I mm-hmm. uh, went to VT, kind of balled out. I think he started several games uh, last year, right? Oh, yeah. So I was surprised to see it, but happy for him that he's hopefully somewhere that you know makes him a little more happy. He transferred to UT, yeah. So he's going to be playing quarterback for uh, Tennessee here shortly, and I know his dad was a massive, massive oh. Greensboro legend, A and T legend, big yeah. legend, big. former football player, um, Allen Hooker, Greensboro legend. Hendon's paving his own way. Man. Yeah, so he's gotten in his blood, and he's paving his own way, like you said, at UT. And uh, yeah, big shout out to him. That was some big news around the city. So. Just thought I'd point that out. Yeah. Always rooting for our Greensboro guys. That's big. Shout out, you know, Hendon Hooker, man. I hope he does does well at Tennessee. They need a new coach next year. We'll see how that and goes. He is he's impressive the little bit I saw the games that he was playing. Yeah, Virginia I mean, Tech. I don't yeah. know what's going on. He had a couple pretty big games I saw. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I guess I don't know. Maybe their quarterback room's crowded. I yeah. don't know. But uh a lot of guys, it sounds like Hendon's one of them taking advantage of the whole uh like COVID year doesn't count towards your eligibility. Right, right. So yeah, we'll keep an eye. We'll keep our eye on Hendon. Uh, hopefully, some big things just fall for him. I mean, we, we know they're going to be like that guy balls every time he plays. So that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, mine. I'm going to go a little, uh, you know, little random here. But I have got uh, high school basketball locally. We've got Grimsley basketball junior Jordan Wall. Uh, the Whirlies are playing against Parkland this week. And at the end of the first quarter, this dude chucks a freaking three-quarters 
court shot, uh, you know, from like the other volleyball line, just nails it, goes straight in, uh, which is crazy shot always, no matter what time of the game it is. I think I'm looking at my, my former JV basketball coach, Coach Corbett's Twitter right now, and he says that the rest didn't count it, but it looks like it should have counted because it was before the buzzer. Uh, but man, anytime you can make a three-quarter shot, that's a hog's highlight all day. Oh yeah. So and shout out Corbett, man. He's the man. Shout out, yeah. Shout out Coach Corbett. He, he is, the is the man. That guy's awesome. definitely one of the uh, future highly anticipated guys we want to get on here. Yeah, I I hope we can get Coach Corbett on here one day. I would love to have that conversation. You know what? Speaking of this, you brought it up, and I know you remember this. Who was the guy? Well, half court shots, three quarter court shots. You remember we played – Hogwood and I were both on the freshman basketball team <laughs> in like 2000, 2001. And the guy – Who was uh, – what was the guy's name? He hit like the full court shot at Lee County. Oh, Devin Terrell? Terrell, yes. Yeah, Terrell hit. I just thought about that. Shout out Terrell Hills. Yo, Terrell. That was yeah. – I think that was the longest shot I've ever seen in person. Yeah. That was 90% of the court. And also, when you're in ninth grade, you're, yeah, you're 14 years old, like – that's take some like will to get. <laughs> and he was right that. in front of our bench when he shot Just it. You remember? Casual. Yes. Casual. Yeah, it's real hips, man. He had, yeah, we we're in ninth grade, so it's like your little bodies. You can't even get it up that way. Uh, but that's good. I'm glad you remember him. I couldn't remember his name, but I thought about that when you brought up uh, yeah. the Grimsley shot. Love my teammates, man. Love my teammates for life. Yeah. We're family. <laughs> um, yeah, good memories. Uh, so those are our hogs highlights. We got Hendon Hooker and we got Jordan Wall from Grimsley. Uh, so we're going to add you all to the list. Scott, you got anything else? I think that's it for me, man. That's it for me as well. Thank you all for listening in. We love all our gatekeepers and uh, can't wait to get episode three. You'll have to stay tuned for our, our guest then. Uh, but until then, say good night, Kevin. Good night, Kevin.